we're going to have to be making some paper this weekend because it's actually a pretty good weekend for fights after a slow weekend, Brian. Oh, God. Last week was awful. Um, I think the biggest fight was William Zapata, and uh, he got like a second-round knockout, which we did not talk about uh, because we're not going to talk about every fucking fight here. Um, but there are a couple noteworthy fights worth betting on this weekend. I would say more than a couple, but we're going to focus on the two big ones uh, because, shit, we got jobs. <laughs> and you know what I mean? We ain't got that much time, but, you know, we really, we really do this for the fans, as people say. Um, Canelo Alvarez is a massive fight, undisputed championship, a uh, super middleweight championship. We preview that, so go check that out. That's on our channel. Um, this is going to be betting specific, and we also have a UFC main event. Yeah, Aljamain Sterling, the very controversial UFC bantamweight champion, Aljamain Sterling is defending his title against Henry Cejudo coming out of retirement in his first fight in about three years. I have fought since 2020. So it's been a minute. May 2020, actually. And, so. was, and was the favorite as this opened. Hey, let's, Lions... let's, let's save it for the show. Let's save it for the show. All right. God damn. All right. Play the intro. Shit. Like money, motherfucker. Money be green. Money feel like money. That shit look green to you. I'm getting all into the fight and shit. You're like, yo, 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 yo. Hold, hold the fuck up. We have an intro to play, you know? That's a we very just, important intro. I mean, our whole segment is based off that intro. You know what I'm saying? So Shout, we out, get, shout out to D'Angelo Barksdale. Yes. But, exactly. you know, like, come on. Like, <laughs> really. <Go> ahead, <laughs> All right, let's start off with boxing first because Canelo Alvarez back in the ring taking on John Ryder. So on the money line as of this recording, Canelo Alvarez, a minus 1,800. And then you got <laughs> John Ryder, a plus 940. Brian, how do you see this fight going? Um... The, the same way the books see it going, I'll tell you that. Um, I, look, again, not going to be disrespectful to John Ryder, credible challenger, absolutely earned this opportunity to fight for an undisputed super middleweight championship. Well, Chantel's making a face like, I don't know about absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, he, he beat Zach Parker, but like Zach Parker kind of just quit after he hurt his arm, mm -hmm. you know, kind of debatably beat Danny Jacobs. I get it. I get it. But, uh, you know, John Ryder ranked as one of the best super middleweights in the world, WBO interim champion. That guy typically gets these kind of opportunities when there's an undisputed champion. We all know how that goes. Um, Canelo Alvarez by knockouts, minus 350. I'm going to give that a collective meh because there just ain't a lot of value there. And I'm not rich enough to where I could get value there. Um, otherwise, that would be my bet. But I gave Canelo by decision a look, Chantel, at plus 300. I gave it a look. Really? Because John Ryder has never been knocked out except for the Nick Blackwell stoppage, which was early. It was early. It was an early stoppage. You look at that. He didn't get dropped. He just got stopped inexplicably, and he did not win the British Super Middleweight Championship at that juncture. And then you look at some of the other Canelo props, and I love group round betting. You know how I do. Knockout between rounds one and six is plus 210. Gave that a look. Plus uh, 110, 7 through 12. Gave that a look because typically I'll go six rounds. I narrowed it down a little bit here. I think Canelo Alvarez gets it done between rounds five and round eight. <laughs> <laughs> and just by that laugh, because I know you so well now, you probably yeah. have the same exact. I have the I have the exact same damn bet um, because plus I love your pro betting. Plus one fifty five on FanDuel. I believe DraftKings has it at plus one fifty or something along those lines. Points bet. I have to see, um, but. Regardless, it's going to be in that plus 150 territory. And it looks like we're in lockstep here. So there you go. This is going to be a short segment. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, and it's no disrespect to John Ryder. I've mentioned so many times that the UK fans are like, don't sleep on this guy. Um, you know, he pretty much won against Callum Smith, even though the record shows that he didn't. They said that was a robbery. And then against Daniel Jacobs, people are giving him the nod for that one. And he got the victory. But at the same time, I thought Daniel Jacobs kind of edged it out. And I mentioned this before in the preview in that fight, he kind of looked lost in that first half against Daniel Jacobs. He can't do that against a guy like Canelo Alvarez, who is purposely having this fight in his backyard after having wrist surgery and he's facing a guy like John Ryder, which, come on, man. I mean, no disrespect to John Ryder, but <laughs> there's levels to this. And Canelo is elite. This man has over 60 professional fights. He's one of the best boxers in the world. And before Dimitri Bevel, like, let's really talk about this. He was the favorite to beat Dimitri Bevel. Right? I bet on him, stupidly. I actually bet on Bevel. <laughs> I sprinkled on Bevel, but I bet on Canelo. So I ended up winning some paper. However, what I do want to mention is, People thought that he would get past Dimitri Bevel. Mm -hmm. And then there was talk about him fighting Archer better BF, right? Like that was the path that they had. For him, they, but, but if you take a look at it now, like, I mean, we'll talk about it later if Canelo wins this fight and he should, you know, according to mine and Brian's bets. But <laughs> at one point, like, that's what we were talking about. That was going to be his, you know, path to better BF. And he was going to be a champion in five weight classes and, I mean, this is Canelo Alvarez, and he's taken on John Ryder, and I want to know what type of fighter we're going to see in John Ryder. He does have a nasty right hook. Let's give him some props there. It does yeah. have a little bit of power, but I think Canelo Alvarez is going to get to the body, and he's going to figure out John Ryder pretty fast, and he's going to be way too much for John Ryder, and Canelo's going to be lasting those landing those nasty body shots, and he's going to land one on John Ryder, and it's going to hit him right in the liver and he's going to drop onto the ground. So I would actually take a knockdown in this one as well. But I as well, I, I like group round betting just like Brian does. So I have actually, you know what? I Don't took, change your mind now. No, no. I actually took <laughs> Canelo to win round seven through nine plus 200. Which, and I like that one. So I'm going to roll with seven through nine because I think John Ryder, he is just tough. Be different is fine. Nah, you know what? I actually had this written down and it's a little bit of better value as well. Seven yeah. through nine, because here's the thing. I think Canelo can get it done in round six, but I think John Ryder is a little bit tougher than we actually are giving him credit for. I mean, the guy's been- Then you're giving him credit for. I'm giving him credit, hey, all right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you think it's going to get done through five through eight. So I'm giving him but a little I bit more credit what, through seven through nine. To, to be fair, I think John Ryder is one very skilled southpaw. I think he beats most of the super middleweights in the world. I'm not sure Demetrius Andrade beats John Ryder. Are you? That's a fight that Matchroom, well, no. It's Demetrius a pretty 50-50 fight. Andrade left Matchroom now so he because he fought back on the Javante Davis-Hector Garcia card. I think that's a pretty 50-50 um, fight, to be honest and he, with you. And he fought in January, so I don't know when we're going to see Demetrius Andrade again, right? No, I've, I've given but, John Ryder props. Like, if you go back and look at our previews, I talk about how well he's fought. I talked about when he knocked out Bilal Akawi in the and, third round, dropped in twice. Like, I've done that. But I'm just saying, like, against a guy like Canelo, that's different, you know? So I think... I think he's going to last a little bit longer than people think. Some people think it might happen in the later rounds, but I think Canelo is finally healthy after getting that wrist surgery. He's going to start off a little bit slow, um, you know, get into a rhythm and then just start beating up on John Ryder. And I think he gets it done between round seven through nine plus 200, a little bit more value than Brian. So depending on if you want to go <laughs> five through eight or seven through nine, uh, those are your options. Yeah, a, you know, but shit, I'm going to talk if he gets it done in round five or six. 
I no, <laughs> I, I definitely do. That's why I know for sure I, he's going to get it done in rounds through seven through nine. But look, <laughs> I, I think, I think, I think uh, Canelo Alvarez not as not as fast of a starter as he once was. To your point, I think, I think John Ryder probably will win the first round or two, and then Canelo Alvarez will start breaking him down. I think we'll see a knock a knockdown uh, at some point, which. That doesn't have a lot of value, uh, John Ryder, to get knocked down straight up. It's like minus 280 at this point, and you're not going to get a ton of value there. But great parlay leg. Fantastic yeah. parlay leg. So I would I would throw that into you know whatever else you're watching, whether it's Premier League football. We have NBA playoffs. We have NLL lacrosse, which, Chantel, you're going to be covering. Um, Nobody I, bets on them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe they do, but I mean, baseball, I don't even know. You know yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think, uh, I think Canelo Alvarez gets it done between rounds five and round eight. And I think John Ryder, and it wouldn't surprise me. I may actually like legitimately sprinkle on a Canelo decision, uh, because John Ryder's a tough dude. He can box, he can, he can box and he's somebody who. Well, you're going to go with a decision. You're going to sprinkle on a decision. That's crazy. That's if not... I'm, if I'm, I, I think that's wild, man. Cause it, I like Canelo's it's plus not... 300. By Canelo... spr- what do you think a sprinkle Bro, is? No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to put like fucking I, $10. I, I rather sprinkle on Canelo, like winning through rounds nine through 12. <laughs> that's a sprinkle. I, I could do you know that too. I, mean? I could do it. It's I, my I, money. Listen, Shit. there is a reason Canelo <laughs> is having this fight in his backyard. And he's picking John Ryder. Like there's a there's a reason it's tactical because there's all this talk about does Canelo still have it? Like that's a big conversation. I you know what? The, I, it's gonna it's seven through nine, y'all. If you want to bet, play some money. Let us know who you're gonna be rolling with. <laughs> let me and Brian know. Drop some comments below. And how do you see Canelo winning this one? Because I mean, we've already spent ten minutes on this one. I think almost close to ten minutes talking about this. Um. So yeah, Wait, Canelo already. Do you have more to say? Do you have more? <laughs> <laughs> do you have more on John Ryder? <laughs> We're building chemistry, folks. Um, no, I don't have much more to say. All I'm going to say is uh, I'm going to look up uh, some of the other uh, ridiculous props where they have like, you know, a John Ryder to get knocked down in round four and to lose in round five. Like sprinkle on some of those because you'll find good odds on that. I might even sprinkle. Specific. I might even sprinkle on Canelo to win rounds one through six. Like that's a sprinkle to me. Like I'm giving oh, I'm John doing Ryder. That. No, I'm doing. I'm definitely doing that. Also. Yeah. I'm giving John Ryder a little bit of credit when I say seven. I'm not nine. getting. I'm not getting Dimitri Bivol this week. I don't think that's going to happen. So, no, no, so. not. You know what? If we, if John Ryder, <laughs> I guess shocks the world and gets it done, then you'll get an apology. But I don't think. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't think that's going to happen in this one. But here at the Mandatory, we want to know how you're going to be betting. So definitely drop some comments below. Let us know and follow us at the Mandatory TKO. All right, we're going to move over now to UFC. Al Jermaine Sterling is a minus 113, taking on Henry Cejudo, also a minus 113. So it's a pick em. It's for the UFC Bantamweight title. Brian, how do you have this one going? Al Jermaine Sterling, one of the most controversial UFC champions probably ever um, because he wins the title. He gets the illegal knee from Peter Yan. This is in March of 2021. I thought Yan won that fight like if it wasn't for that knee i was like yo pietro <laughs> yan definitely had he, that one he was definitely up and then i think a fight that you and i broke down when we were at FanDuel. he beat yan in the rematch in 2012 a controversial split decision a lot of people had yan winning i did not i thought i was remain sterling nah. actually as this one out i agree with you um and then in october he fights tj dillashaw which tj dillashaw getting a title shot was a little bit surprising to me given the suspension prior um, and then he fought with one arm, and Aljamain Sterling got his first knockout in years 
uh, against TJ Dillashaw, who had a dislocated shoulder. And Aljamain Sterling's had the title for about two years. Yeah. And he's going to fight Henry Cejudo, who has not fought since May of 2020, where he beat Dominic Cruz and then retired. He obviously has those wins over Demetrius Johnson. Uh, I was... So I was at one of the last UFC events I did before COVID was January 2019. This was famously Greg Hardy's UFC debut. Um, and also when they had him, despite the domestic violence uh, arrest, okay. being on the same card as Rachel Ostevich, a domestic violence survivor uh, who fought Paige Van Zandt that night, which was um, a fight for the horn dogs, let's say. Um, that got very dark and very light very quickly. So we're just going to move on. I was at that fight and, uh, Henry Cejudo fought TJ Dillashaw. A lot of people thought Dillashaw was going to win and Henry Cejudo knocked him out in about 30 seconds. <laughs> and that sort of stamped him, um, you know, in that fight. But yeah, I think as it pertains to this in particular, I just been leaning out Sterling. Like, I feel like he's going to show out against somebody who hasn't been in the octagon in about three years um, I think people question his title run and, you know, there have been some questions as to how convincing he's been as a champion over the last couple of years, but I'm rolling with my fellow New Yorker. That's not the reason why, because I could also roll with my fellow Latino, but I'm not doing that. Uh, Altamane Sterling straight up on the money line though, minus 113. It was minus 105 yesterday. So this line has been moving back and yeah. forth. Uh, I think, I think more money is going to come in on Henry Cejudo by the time the fight rolls around. Uh, but I think Aljamain Sterling is just going to get it done. I'm probably also going to sprinkle on the submission at plus 400. I think Aljamain Sterling would be wise to try to take this to the ground uh, if he could. Uh, Henry Cejudo, you know, he has to test him, see where he's at. It's been a while since we saw him in the octagon. And Henry Cejudo is obviously, he's he's going to try to knock him out too because he knows he has an advantage on the feet. So I'm going to roll with Aljamain Sterling just straight up on the money line. I think he gets it done. Yeah, you pretty much laid it out there perfectly. But, I mean, Henry Cejudo, he hasn't fought since May of 2020. I know that's a really long layoff, but he's an elite wrestler, has the wrestling advantage. He has a really high IQ, solid boxer. Like you mentioned, he's going to have the advantage on the feet as well. Um, low kicks are nasty. I think he sets up his kicks really well. He mixes it up really well. So I don't think Al Jermaine Sterling has seen a guy like him. And I know there has been a long layoff, but... Everything we've seen from Henry Cejudo, the dude is absolutely elite. You talked about Aljamain Sterling trying to get him down. Henry Cejudo has great takedown defense. Great takedown Like, defense. I think if even if Aljamain Sterling tries to take him down, Henry Cejudo is going to get up, back up on his feet because that's how good his takedown defense is. I don't think he keeps him there. Former Al wrestler, yeah. Exactly, right? And, I mean, Aljamain Sterling, he has good wrestling and good grappling. I think he does definitely have the – grappling advantage um he also has the height and reach advantage in this one i think this one's going to be a technical fight mm -hmm. um i'm yep. also not sure if aljamain sterling's power is going to cause any damage to a guy like henry cejudo like i don't think it's going to phase him at all i think he's going to try to get henry cejudo onto the ground but he's just not going to be able to i think that the rounds are going to go to henry cejudo and i also think that henry cejudo is going to get this victory on points, so by decision, at plus 210. I think it's going to be a technical fight. I think this one goes the distance, and I think Henry Cejudo is going to win. So I have him winning on points at plus 210, and I think there's good value there. I think a lot of people are going to agree with you. I don't care, though. I'm going to roll out to Mace Sterling to get the win. I think no, I, I think people are I, taking him as well. I just, everything well, I've seen judging from by Henry how the, Cejudo, like, I, like, it's hard to go against him. 
Judging by how the line has moved, yeah, people are jumping on Aljamain Sterling a little bit. I would say, though, if this fight had taken place, say say Henry Cejudo doesn't retire, and this actually happens at the end of 2020 or the beginning of 2021, and maybe Aljamain Sterling, instead of fighting Peter Yan, fights uh, Henry Cejudo. Yeah, i probably take Henry Cejudo. I'm holding the three years like against him a little bit because it's just very difficult in combat sports, whether it be mixed martial arts, jiu-jitsu, boxing, just to yeah. come back in three years, world title fight uh, after not. I'm sure he's been training and shape, things of that nature, but actually being in a fight, whereas Aljamain Sterling, he had an active 2022. He had multiple fights. He's been he had, active. Yeah, he, He's definitely been more active. And if you believe in the like, activity part, and I do to an extent, but I also just believe in like IQ and how good someone is. And I think all around Henry Cejudo's better than Aljamain Sterling. And I know there's been the layoff, but there's also it's been questionable for Aljamain Sterling, right? Like, yeah, with with everything and he the weight of his champion, title. So I think there's a lot of questions around that. But if Aljamain Sterling can get it done against Henry Cejudo, then I'll shut up. Look, I'll stop talking smack <laughs> about it. Um, because I thought Jan beat him the first time, um, and then the illegal knee obviously happened. Um, I thought he won the second time, uh, Aljamain Sterling. I did give him that. But the same thing with Dillashaw. Like Dillashaw fought that with one hand. Like he was, he shouldn't even have fought that fight. So yeah. even just taking, but I mean, in some point, like you take a look at the things that Aljamain Sterling has, he's the only guy to ever finish Corey Sanhagen. Mm -hmm. well, that's impressive, yeah. right? That's, that's a, that's a good solid name. I'm not saying he doesn't have any names and I'm not trying to discredit him, but I just think all around Henry Cejudo is the better fighter. So I'm going to roll him to win on uh, points at plus 210. And Brian, you've got Aljamain Sterling winning by. Straight up on the money line, minus 113. Also going to sprinkle on Aljamain Sterling by submission. Maybe okay. he gets a Dars, something like that. Uh, plus 400. Also might even sprinkle on Aljamain Sterling um, to win by submission early. Like, you know, between rounds one and three, something along those lines. I think, look, if you're fighting somebody who's been inactive, it'd be wise to jump on them early. Uh, you're laughing because you know that that's probably his not going to happen. His takedown defense is crazy. Sprinkle. Like, he's, I, I, I said sprinkle. And by the way, in MMA, like, we just see and, shit. And here's, no, but here's the layoff thing. Like, we just saw what John Jones did. Right, Henry he had, he had, not John Jones, but he is. I understand that but Henry Cejudo is not John he's Jones. Still a, he's still and, a and, and Aljamain Sterling is also not no, Cyril God. Cyril God had a dumb game plan going into that fight, evidently. But, but at the John same Jones time, got him down at the same time, though, like, like that, I'm, I'm just, I'm just making the comparison of a layoff, right? Because John Jones had a layoff, so it's like, how much value are we putting into this layoff? We got to have this Jones, fight happen so we can quit arguing about this. But I'm John Jones also did it. Chantel, John Jones also did it a heavyweight. He didn't have to cut or whatever the case may be. I don't know. Henry Cejudo's yes. big for Bantamweight. Yo, he stays in shape, though. You know I, what I mean? Listen, I, I, think the, I, I don't think those are apples to apples. I think you compare a water bottle to a ketchup bottle. No, I'm not talking things. about fight styles. Like, you're you're getting you're getting too emotional about this. I'm just talking about <laughs> a layoff. I'm talking about a layoff here. Like, how much value are we putting into a layoff to be like, oh, you know, he's he, – and it's true. Like, it is a three-year layoff. However, like at the same time, like we just saw John Jones come back from a layoff and I know you're putting him on a different pedestal, which he deserves to be. Yes. But at the same time, we're not comparing fight styles. We're just talking about a layoff. Do you think so, Henry Cejudo beat Mighty Mouse the second time? It's quite, I mean, it's questionable, right? But at the same time, 
it's like, I'm not looking at the past, right? Because we could question a whole bunch of stuff on Aljamain Sterling's resume, right? <laughs> we could sit here and we've been doing that. I could go like, oh, he didn't beat Pieter Jan that first time if it wasn't for that illegal knee. Did he beat him the second time? Because some people thought Pieter Jan won that one as well. Like, ooh, he knocked out Dillashaw. Dillashaw had one hand. Like, don't make me sit here and talk about Al Jermaine Sterling's record. No disrespect to Al Jermaine Sterling. A, if you another... want to come on the show, man, I would appreciate that. <laughs> but all I'm saying is... I have is... another point I could make that just totally just nuked this entire conversation. I'm going to let it be, though. All I'm going to say is Al Jermaine Sterling is, um, is uh, better than a lot of UFC fans uh give him credit for no he's and i I, I know why a lot of ufc fans don't give him a lot of credit um but we'll we'll leave that why is that why don't you spit uh, it out why don't you spit it out why don't guys why don't why why don't they give uh him his credit (laughs) look man these white people love ufc is all i'm saying (laughs) Yeah, that okay. Yeah. Well, I remember all the shit. I remember all the shit Tyron Woodley got when he was a champion. You know what I mean? And people didn't think he was that convincing either. That was the narrative that went around, and I was like, "Are you sure? Is it just that, or is it you know?" But I yeah. mean, that could be in a lot of things in a lot of sports. Um, so we could just leave that right there. Um, you know, I don't want to pull a. Ke- I don't. Are you pulling a Kendrick Perkins on here right now? No, I'm just joking. No, um, I, no, that's different because Nicole Jokic is cold as fuck. No, okay. But by the way, at the mandatory, we want to know who you're rolling with. Are you going to roll with Brian and go with Aljamain Sterling? Are you rolling with me and go with Henry Cejuda? Let us know. Drop some comments (laughs) below. And also follow us at the mandatory TKO. And uh, keep in mind, if you haven't already subscribed to the show, please do. We really appreciate your support. And um, if either of us are wrong and you have it a draw or something and you want to talk some smack, drop the slip so we can see if you won or not. Um, drop your slips before the fight happens, though, so you can talk your smack after. Brian, any last words? No. Yeah.